The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. Trips receivers to the right. He drops back to throw. Throws for the near sideline, and this one's picked off. Xavier Marshall, the sophomore linebacker, has his first interception at the Spider 35-yard line. Super athletic play. I thought for sure it was going to go over his head. Xavier Marshall gets up, shows the hops, and secures that interception. I tell you what, does a good job. He's, he's planted there. There's an old saying, never cover air. So he continues to, to retreat, to retreat, to retreat, to back up. Ball doesn't go over his head. He goes up, pulls it down. Big play again for this spider defense. Way to be a leader. A lot has transpired since that Xavier Marshall interception, which came in the spring of 2021 in that spring season against Elon. And a lot has happened for Xavier Marshall and the Spiders since then, and we're going to get into a decent amount of that today because I think it's a remarkable story and a remarkable comeback story and a success story as we welcome Xavier Marshall, Spider linebacker, to our program this afternoon here at Glory Days Grill. X, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Remember back to that play. What do you remember? I saw you nodding your head as you were listening to the to the play-by-play clip. What do you remember from that that INT? Uh, it was it started on the sideline with uh, Phil talking about the linebackers getting another takeaway uh i believe that game tyler had a takeaway i believe phil had a, a fumble recovery and before we went out phil had just announced that we need to get another one and <laughs> we went out there coach woods warned me about it and you know i just played what you know our coaches put us in a position to do all right you heard uh for both of you guys here you heard chris anderson make the mention of course chris was a defensive back and a pretty darn good one at richmond don't cover air is that a phrase that you guys have used in kind of coaching and playing defense, or is Chris way out in left field here, Coach Usman? I'm first. Sure, not why first not? Now. Yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously air, air won't catch a ball, so I think uh, we probably need to let air alone and go find – get bodies on bodies. And that's, that's kind of what we do. We try to find bodies and get bodies on it and uh, – uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that's an expression that's been used forever. Yeah, have you used it? Uh, yeah, and uh, Coach Woods used a, a little different term. He says never pass up a free lunch. So, you know, if somebody's <laughs> around, you always take it. So, <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're here for the free lunch today. <laughs> yeah. so, so, that, so you can take it uh, while you're with us today. All right, I mentioned a lot has obviously happened um, since then. Unfortunately, you had the really rough injury in the Stony Brook game in the fall part of the season. And I don't want to conjure up too many Bad memories, but you have talked about it before. When when that happened, did you realize it was as serious as it actually turned out to be? What was kind of the, the process there? Um, initially, I would say uh, at first, not really. At first, you know, I thought it was just being another ACL or just another knee injury. But then, you know, as things happen, you know, you get the test and stuff, and stuff starts to come back. You know, you start to realize, you know, how realistic things are and stuff starts to hit you. And then. So I would say it took about a week or so for everything to kind of set in. But after that, you know, it's just the journey. Russ, what do you remember about kind of the initial part of that? As Xavier said, you know, it's a knee injury. That's serious. But you deal with those. And then, you know, his obviously extended to the nerve damage down the leg. Tough. You know, uh, and again, uh, we had dealt with one. I mean, realistically, it's very – it doesn't happen very often. Normally, it's ACL, meniscus, and sometimes worst-case scenario, ACL, uh, MCL, whatever it is. But, you know, when you start to get the nerve damage that affects your foot, you know, we had one with Avery Close. So we, we, we actually lived through that one. And, uh, 
And then when they came back and, and said that, you know, X had the, the same thing moving forward, you know, you just shake your head and say, how could something like this happen twice, you know, to the University of Richmond and these players? So uh, it, it was it wasn't, you know, when, when it happened to Avery, I, you, you kind of don't know what's going on. And then as soon as, you know, when it happens to X, then you kind of know, uh, all right, uh, we've, we've seen this before. You're an upbeat positive guy uh we've all seen that from you ever since you have been a richmond spider was that challenged at all when that injury happened and you had to start dealing with it oh uh, i believe you know like injuries and you know all kind of life's obstacles you know they challenge your your thinking and your normal thinking but um you know i would say to an extent yes and then to another state no not really what your two teammates do for you at that point? As Russ said, as Coach said, it you know, it happens once. That's bad enough. It happens twice. Mm-hmm. That's that's a tough deal. Um, my teammates just you know they they were basically my second family. My family away from my family. Um, my parents were with me for I'll say after surgery about a week, well two weeks, three weeks really, and then after that you know my teammates really took care of me anywhere I needed to go, anytime I needed food, get to class get up <laughs> sit down you know anything i needed you know they were they were right there and especially anytime you know that i was in the locker room you know things were just kind of given handed to me so i would say my teammates were just like literally my second family like i said i don't want to spend too much time rehashing you know bad memories but i do think it's a great comeback story and then we'll get more to real time and what the spiders are doing what you're doing this season but kind of take us a little bit through the rehab when you first were able to kind of start doing some physical activity and what that process was like. So um, initially, you know, things were just, you know, getting the muscles backfiring. And um, it was a big focus on seeing if I could move the foot. But then, um, especially when I got back to Charlotte, uh, it was kind of one of those things that is you got to do it regardless. So whether the foot moved or not, you know, rehab was going to go on. And they were rehabbing me as if, you know, the foot didn't happen or the nerve injury didn't happen. And so I would say that was a big part of, you know, me being able to play this season was them rehabbing me as if the nerve injury didn't happen mm-hmm. and, you know, just pushing me and understanding that, you know, if I, this is what I want to do, you know, this is what I had to do. Was there ever doubt that you would play again? <clears throat> for me, no. You know, but, I mean, for my family and stuff like that, you know, everybody has their doubts. Nobody wants it to happen a second time. Nobody really likes injuries at all. So. Wow. I mean, for me, I, I always knew in the in the back of my mind that I was always going to play this game again. Coach Huseman, how about in the back of your mind? I mean, this is serious stuff here. Did, did never you thought, never would have thought he could come back. Wow! I, I actually, just by seeing him day to day, I mean, he the guy has worked so hard to get back on the field. To me, is 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 an unbelievable story. Um, X, congratulations! I mean, it's unbelievable that you you. He pushed, and again, I don't want to get into all the details and how we see him around, you know, when it's not on the football field. But, you know, I, I shook my head, and when they finally said, all right, he's cleared, I still thought, how can this be? And uh, he's come out, and, you know, every time he's out there, he just looks normal. Sure does. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, it's it, it shocked me that he came back, and uh, – we're glad he's back, no question about that. No doubt about that. Um, take us through this past summer. I don't remember if it was Phil O'Connor or Tristan Wheeler, but one of us was kind of telling us that, you know, while most of the guys were here for the summer, right, Russ, you had, you know, most of the guys here. You were not. You were not with those teammates that you, you just called, you know, kind of your second family. You were back in Charlotte. What was that process like for you and how significant it was to get you back with your teammates? 
Um, I, I would honestly say um, my rehab team is the reason I'm back playing. Um, I was in rehab every single day, sometimes five days, six days a week, from 8 o'clock in the morning to about 10.30, 11 o'clock. And so it was really just a push. So, you know, even though it wasn't the same type of grind, it wasn't the same type of work, um, I was still putting in about the same work. I was putting in the same time these t uh, the guys here were. Um, and, you know, just keeping up with them. You know, I, I never kind of left those guys out of what I was doing. They always knew, like, what I was doing, you know, what time I was getting up and everything because, you know, being here with them, we kind of know what, like, each other's schedule. So I really kept those guys in the loop. They kept me in the loop. And then also I took a few trips up here, you know, just to kind of, you know, get face-to-face -face action with, with my guys. Yeah, you kind of made the best of it, I guess. Yeah. I say, was it hard not to be around them? Oh, most, most definitely. You know, just, you know, like, when you're around your teammates, they, they kind of push you and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so – you know, doing that from a distance is kind of complicated. But, you know, like I said, having a rehab team I did at home, you know, it kind of supplemented it. What was it like when you got back here for good, to be back in that locker room for good with your guys? It, it was, it was like, unrealistic. And, you know, being back and playing and being back healthy because, you know, even, you know, they kind of had their doubts too. Um, and it, it just came with the injury. But it was, it was just, un like, words can't describe it. But – you know, like I told you a few weeks ago, it was, it was time to get back to work yeah. immediately. Coach, what was the process of, of getting him back and playing? Because, you know, a couple games, I think the first couple games you did not start and then kind of worked him back in, and now he's back in the, in the starting lineup on defense. What was that process kind of like for you guys as coaches? Well, I mean, and again, I'm going to give X the credit here. X made the decision that he was going to stay home in rehab, and uh, – we were we were good with that but you could stay home and rehab and not do anything and just say i'm rehabbing he didn't he went home and worked his butt off so he could get an opportunity to play so so uh, hats off to him on that one when he came back you know we you know i think a lot of people were really nervous um coach wood especially you know i i kept you know, I kept I kept saying X looks pretty good. X looks pretty good, and even you know when they cut him loose, you know I think, you know there was some apprehension, uh, you know with the whether it's the trainers, coaching staff, you know there was a little apprehension. Is he really ready to do this? And uh, you know the more we watched him practice. You know, and it went from individual to, you know, to group work. And then and then finally we put him in Skelly and he, st and he looked good. And then we put him in team and, and looked good. And, and uh, you know, it was just – I think it was at one point in time we just said, all right, let's go. And, uh, you know, it was – you know, you couldn't baby him into it. You just had to say, all right, let's do it. So how's he been playing in these games? I mean, how, how would you grade him out? Uh, he looks the same as he's always looked. I mean, he looks athletic. He he's running well. Uh, I mean, he, he really you you couldn't even tell, you know, he had the injury. So I mean, he he looks normal normal to me. Self grade yourself here, Xavier, because I think the bye week is an opportunity to do a little bit of that when you get a chance to kind of look in the mirror. Some how, how do you think you have progressed and and that linebacker group with you know a couple of veteran guys there with with Tristan and Phil. I, I mean, I believe that uh, I look good for the most part. I believe I still got to get my lungs back. Um, hmm. You know, get still conditioned. You know, game shape is different from you know just running and doing sprints, doing gasses. Game shape is very different. So you know. Over the bye week, you know, I took reps. I, you know, I tried to stay on top of my reps. 
Um, you know, Tristan and Phil, they've been playing. They played the first few games where their body needed a rest. My body needed to keep going, uh-huh. and I needed to keep building on what I did. So That's well, exactly right because, yeah. you know, we, we, we kind of rested a lot of people, and, and Xavier got, a, you know, like young guy reps. Huh. And we felt like he, we needed to do that. I mean, we felt like he needed to kind of keep playing and – um, you know, because he has, I think, the last few games, a couple – you know, he's played a good amount. I, I don't think you've played the, the 65, 70 snaps. What have you, what's the most you played in the game so far? Uh, Elon, I played 60. You did? Okay, yeah. so an Elon game. But prior to that, I think it was 30, and maybe even huh. prior to that, you know, 20. So we felt like he needed – that work moving forward so he was he actually was one of the guys that got the young guys reps you uh-huh. know and, and a lot of other guys that you know that you know we still that 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 have played but not a significant amount uh you know they were all out there uh so you know we we felt like he needed it what was kind of the, the first hit back like on a saturday the, the first opportunity in a game to you know number seven is back i mean it, it, it was just knocking the rust off uh, yeah. honestly like yeah. it felt like i ain't do it in forever but you know <laughs> once i did it, it it felt normal this is all worth it right? yeah. <laughs> all right all right we're gonna take a break we're right at the bottom enough of that congratulations again like i said remarkable comeback story uh, we say this all the time you only want to be comeback player of the year one time you <laughs> yes, don't sir. want to do that again so we want you healthy all the way through let's talk we'll talk some spider defense and where this team is right now and getting ready for villanova on saturday after Xavier Marshall, Spider Linebacker, our guest behind the web, halfway through for a Thursday afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the Home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Let's get back to the show. Behind the web, live from Glory Days in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. Hurry rolls to the right. He hits the tight end, Ian O'Connor. Makes the catch and he gets driven down. X, you hear that just the sidelines of the, the, the players yelling X. Xavier Marshall there blowing it up. Philip O'Connor uh, making that first bit of contact and um, Xavier Marshall comes with the cleanup. And you hear all of us calling him X as well, but they were chanting it on the sideline and Chris Anderson had heard that and was talking about it as well. And that was kind of a, a classic example there, Xavier, of you guys as linebackers, right? Like talk a little bit about that room and how you've come together. That that play in particular where you made a hit, Philip Phil Connor was in on that hit, and just kind of what that room is like. So Really, we all bring something different to the table. Um, me, Tristan, and Phil, like, we're just the starters, but, you know, everybody in the room to the young guys, Zach Chambers, you know, Donovan, you know, everybody brings something different. And, you know, we kind of just feed off of each other's energy. So, you know, those are guys you can always rely on. And, you know, in that play specifically, like, I knew Phil, he always talks about holding somebody up and then everybody else coming to clean them up. So it's just, you know, we just feed off of each other. Did you hear the guys chant next on the side? <laughs> a line? little bit. <laughs> All right, let me have a little fun with you here on that. And uh, this goes back, and I think you know where I'm going to go with this. You know, he walks in here to Glory Days. Everybody calls him X, all of that. Um, at the end of that play, uh, Chris Anderson and I had a little bit of a back and forth about Xavier Marshall <laughs> as opposed to Xavier Marshall and what the proper pronunciation of his first name is. Here's how Chris and I handled it, and I want to find out from X himself. Xavier Marshall comes with the cleanup. Remember now, Chris, it is Xavier Xavier. Marshall, because that's what Mama wants. Xavier. Remember I asked him that last year, and he said, I don't care what you call me. And I said, well, we got to know something. What's your mom What's your mom call you? And he said, (laughs) Xavier. I'm like, end of discussion. There we go. We're going Xavier. Sorry, Mom, I'm going to get it right. (laughs) 
<laughs> you remember that? We, yeah. we talked about that. Now, now, why wouldn't you care what we call you, Xavier? Come on now. Because, uh, I, I mean, it's, it depends on where you're from. So everybody that's, you know, from fr- more northern states, they call me Xavier. And then if you're from the south, people call me Xavier. So, uh, but, but we are correct, right? Mama calls you X- Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> you call him X, right? There, Coach Usman, you don't, you don't, you don't worry too much. Yeah, about just X. <laughs> X is easy. <laughs> so I think it is Xavier Marshall, at least on our broadcast, because that's that's certainly what mom would mom would like. All right, uh, let's serious this back up and talk more defense. There was a lot of discussion in the preseason about you know this defense is young, particularly on the defensive line, linebackers and defensive backfield, pretty good shape. How have you seen that defensive line? progress i mean those are the guys right in front of you that are clear in the path for you guys to make a lot of tackles um i'll double down i mean they're they're some of the strongest guys on the team and um you know they had to grow a little bit but you know we we're going to be right behind them every step of the way um and you know anytime you're getting new guys into the defense transfers young guys no matter what it is it's going to be growing pain so you know just working through it with those guys and you know just you know kind of holding them by the hand and being with them every step of the way we had uh, Carson Stocklinski on our podcast this week. If you want to check it out, it's on richmondspiders.com and our social media. Uh, the spider defense offensive lineman turned defensive lineman who's done an unbelievable job. What did you guys think as defensive players when he hopped over from one side of the line of scrimmage to the other? Uh, he was he was one of those offensive linemen that was always aggressive. So, like, we knew he would fit right in. Um, and, you know, we just kind of believed in him. And, Russ, you made this point uh, last week also that he wasn't just moved over to the defensive line. He was moved over to start on the defensive line, right? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe Coach Wood said to start. Yeah, maybe he did. (laughs) Get over there and prove that you're a starter. Sure, absolutely. In my mind. But, yeah, he's pretty athletic. I mean, he was was an extremely athletic offensive lineman and has turned into a – Nice athletic defensive lineman with still room for room for growth coming mm-hmm. there. How about the defensive ends? I think they've really played well, right? Uh, um, Jeremiah Grant, yeah. uh, and Marlon Lewis. I mean, they, they Xander Barnett. They they were proven guys, um, and once again, they're some of the strongest guys on the team. So, you know, you know, they had a little bit of game experience last year, and it's kind of carried over to this year. But you know, we we believe in those guys that they could step up and take Darius and Caleb's spots, which are big shoes to fill, honestly. But you know, we believed in them. You know, we were going to be right behind them no matter, like, what what happens. So. Hey, you guys had to fill some big shoes, too, right? How much oh, yeah. was that kind of talked about? Tyler Dressler was in on, you know, thousands of tackles, <laughs> it certainly seemed like. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, Tyler, more, more of Tyler's effect was, you know, being a leader. And, you know, who was going to step up into that leadership role? And um, I think Phil has done a nice job stepping up into that role. And, you know, we looked at Phil the way we looked at Tyler last year, you know, as the kind of older guy, the leader, and, you know, give us direction. How about you? Is that part of what you do or would, you know, embrace? I mean, you've been around this program long enough now that, you know, you could be a leader. Uh, yeah. I'm, and, you know, I, I lead when I'm, I'm supposed to lead. And, you know, I kind of nobody overshadows anybody. You know, we all play our roles. We all, you know, know our roles as, on the team. Uh, we know when to speak and when not to speak. Uh, Coach mentioned this, but what's the next step for this defense? I mean, you've had two weeks to kind of do some things. You know, what's the next step in this progression that's been really good up until mm-hmm. this point, but to take it to the next level? Um, I believe really completing games, you know, um, playing all four quarters, uh, you know, playing, getting those takeaways not only in the first and second quarter, but, you know, first, second, third, and fourth quarter, um, finishing tackling. Um, you know, you can always improve on tackling and running to the ball and, and just being a team. You know, swarming to the ball, hyping each other up, you know, being supportive of each other. 
All right. How about this week's game? And, and let me start here. And, and Coach and I talked about this. You know, what kind of is the, the feeling that you've got now, having not played for two weeks, you know, had the loss and all of that? I know you kind of come out the same way every day, win or lose, but it's, this is a long stretch here between chances to win a game. You know, it's um, ramping it back up, honestly. Uh, you know, for the guys that didn't, you know, really play, you know, Sunday was the, guy, uh, was the day that, you know, we kind of put them back in the firing, you know, getting everybody's feet back together, you know, getting everybody back in that mentality to play. And Villanova's a good team. You know, they got three good running backs and three good receivers. And, you know, they're, they're a good team. So we're going to have to come out and, you know, really be, you know, on our P's and Q's. Yeah, what is that challenge there with Villanova? And you pretty much just said it. They do have, you know, three wide receivers, three running, a little bit like, like the Richmond Spiders, quite mm-hmm. frankly, right? Um, they're, they're a complete team. And, you know, that means we're going to have to come out and hit on all cylinders, you know, you can't let those guys get rolling. You got to hit them early in the mouth, and you got to keep hitting them. So you know, the, they're a good team. They're going to come out fighting, no matter what. Coming off the bye week, win or loss, you know they're coming out just like us. Is there a little something to that? You got to get back up to game speed and, and ramped up to go, or that come pretty natural? I, I think it comes pretty natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. Xavier Marshall, our guest, uh, Spider linebacker, on behind the web this afternoon for for a couple more minutes. Uh, Russ, can you remember back to the recruitment process? of Xavier Marshall and anything that, you know, I love to ask that question up here uh, that you remember about, about getting him to be a Richmond spider. I remember um, going into the high school. It was coach coach West, right? Mm -hmm. Or yeah. And we were in the, in the uh, office and, uh, and he may not remember this, but uh, we were in the office and they called for him to come down. This is, this would be the first time that I, I would have met him. And, uh, he got down there, and, and, and we were kind of talking a couple minutes or maybe maybe just said hello, and and uh, his coach told him, he says, hey, go back and get me this, something or other. And so he's coming to see coaches, and he sends him back out <laughs> to go pick something. He said, go get this or go get this for me, and then he comes back in. But he, your coach I, I, was a tough dude now. Yeah. He was a disciplined <laughs> guy, and, you know, he was he, – he really – and again, I, I don't know how he was behind it. I just know, you know, how he handled all the athletes while we were there was really, really good. And um, I mean, I, I, I kind of liked the, the toughness, but you could tell he really, he really loved these guys. What do you remember there, X? Uh, <laughs> that exact situation. They had uh, called me out of class, and he, I think he told me to get like a notebook or something. And but you know, that was just kind of the standard. You know, um, Coach Aaron Brand, he was the head dog, and you know, we kind of followed him. So mm-hmm. what he told us to do, we did. All right, what uh, what attracted you to Richmond from the recruiting visits to you know from the coaches to the school? Uh, what what kind of brought you to be a spot? I, I would definitely say the team was a family, and you know, like uh, I'll never forget. But Daniel Jones, he was the first guy. Huh. Even though Miley Howard, um, he was my my host, but Daniel kind of you know. It immediately as I got there, you know, came to, to where I was at. I believe it was in, in the locker room and, you know, just kind of talked to me and stuff like that. So the, just the family feel of it. Good stuff. Uh, I'm going to let you go grab some lunch here and uh, get ready for Saturday. We're all excited to get back out there and uh, back at home also. That'll feel good, right? Yes, sir. All right, Xavier Marshall, our special player guest. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, Xavier Marshall, Spider linebacker with us. we got one more segment to go on Behind the Web. We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, Coach Usman. If you've got email questions or text questions, now's the time to send them our way. Behind the Web at richmond.edu. On the email side, 804 
877-927-0888 is our text line. And if you're in the house and you got questions, don't be shy. Come on up now and uh, put them in our ear, and we'll talk about them in the final segment of Behind the Web. Coming up after the break on 1061 ESPN.